What's up, everyone? Welcome back for Numero Dose of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast, hosted by me, yours truly, Miller Thomas. Check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com to check out all my latest work. On there, you can see my packages to my articles, to my photos, to my graphic design. So go on there if you want to see the kind of work I do. And you can email me at millerthomas24 at yahoo.com if you want to partner up and do some collaborations or if you want me to do some freelance work for you. Now, on today's Locked On Diamondbacks podcast, we're going to be talking about Tori Lavello's comments on Arizona Sports 98.7 and how he plans to use the Marte Parte. And in the second segment, we'll talk about whether or how the Diamondbacks should deploy their 2020 starting rotation. But first, if your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages 18 to 44. So if you want men between 18 and 44, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are most reasonable around. So email me at millerthomas24 at yahoo.com to find out more. So recently, the Arizona Diamondbacks skipper Tori Lavello was on Doug and Wolf a couple days ago, and they were questioning about how he was going to use his new acquisition, Starling Marte, you know, how he was going to be utilized in the lineup. And Lavello gave some pretty ominous quotes. Here, I'll read it out to you. Lavello said, I, qu- I can't quite predict what it's going to be like or how it's going to be, but I know that we have some really, really good pieces, and it just keeps getting better. I think our front office never sits still, and they know where the soft spots are. They know what we got to do to get better. Now, Lavello, I'm going to give you a couple tips to help make the Diamondbacks better because I want to see them succeed in 2020. I don't want to go another season of them just on the cusp, 85 wins, but three weeks out in September, we're getting the pink slip saying we're not making it to the playoffs. This is what you need to do if you want the Arizona Diamondbacks to be real World Series contenders in 2020. You need to move Ketel Marte, who played primarily or batted primarily from the second slot in the batting order. He needs to move up one and bat leadoff, and then Starling Marte needs to come in and bat right behind him. Now, my philosophy behind that, because you would ask, what? You want to put Ketel Marte, our best player, MVP candidate at the leadoff spot? Well, let me tell you why. If you guys ever watched the Boston Red Sox, you know who bats leadoff for them? Their MVP, Mookie Betts, their best all-around player. And that's what Ketel Marte is for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mookie Betts uh, provides <clears throat> he provides power on base, uh, walks, hits, uh, minimal strikeouts, RBIs, runs scored. He can do it all, and so can Ketel Marte. Now, the only difference between Marte and Betts is the speed, of course. Marte is not the quite the burner that Betts is, so that's where you'll lose a little bit of an advantage. Not to call Marte slow or anything. But he's not the speeder bets is. He's not the speedster bets is. And then in the second uh, in the second spot in the order, I'll put Starling Marte to clean up right behind him because he's a nice twenty to twenty five 
homer guy. And then he's also a 23-25 steal guy. So you could get nice all-around production from him, from both the power hitting and the speed. That's something not a lot of guys in this lineup uh, can give you because Starling Marte is going to be very crucial when it comes to stealing bases and getting uh, players in scoring position. Because when you look at last year's Diamondbacks roster, if you just look at the players from last year returning this year, the only player to play at least 100 games and steal double-digit bases is Cattell Marte. And I just told you how he's not much of a speedster. So that right there tells you a lot. So when the Diamondbacks are going to be on the base paths, they won't have a lot of opportunities to steal bases. So I'm going to put Cattell Marte at uh, I'm going to put Cattell Marte at the leadoff spot. This way, he can get me my 10 to 15 bags stolen, give me some easy run scoring opportunities. I'm going to come in with Starling Marte after him, a 80 to 85 RBI guy, and another 20 stolen bases. And those two back to back are going to give me some real production for my one and two uh, hitter spots. And then when you look at the middle of the Diamondbacks lineup, after that, I'm going to have Eduardo Escobar, Cole Calhoun. We have Christian Walker. Those are all 30-plus homer guys. So now you go from that speed power kind of guy in Cattell and Starling, and then you go to that raw power in Walker, Calhoun, and Escobar. And that right there, I think, is going to be a beautiful combination of speed, power, and hitting for average. Because when you look at the top teams in the league, uh, all the top playoff, all the top teams in the league from last year and playoff teams from last year, what did they all have in common? They can all hit for power. Yes, they can all mash homers. Yes, but they can also create easy scoring opportunities by getting the ball in play and getting on base. The fundamentals of baseball are not lost, and they still need to be appreciated. Tori Lavello also said on the uh. He also said on Doug and Wolf that he wants to move away from the power-hitting sluggers. Because if you remember 2017, the Arizona Diamondbacks just mashed their way to the postseason. They were hitting homers left and right on the backs of J.D. Martinez and Paul Goldschmidt. This will be a different Diamondbacks team, a little bit more well-rounded. It won't be so heavily focused on two players, but more the production you could get throughout your lineup. Because now you're going to have four to six guys that could get you 20 plus homers so you won't have to rely on the long ball as much and then you'll be able to have more easier scoring opportunities with more guys who the pitchers will fear could put the ball in place now with those two with the, both the Marte Partes uh, starting the game off I suggest moving everyone down in the lineup so following the Marte Parte I'll have Escobar Walker and then Calhoun to round it out then I think that'll give me my nice combination that I'll need. And then when you look at the rest of the Diamondbacks roster, you got Nick Ahmed, Carson Kelly in there, and then maybe a David Peralta in the outfield. So the Diamondbacks are definitely going to have some options in the batting order. And also, don't forget, Ketel Marte is a switch hitter. So it doesn't necessarily matter whether... It's going to be a left-handed pitcher or a right-handed pitcher because when you bat 329 with 30-plus homers, it doesn't matter, especially that when your previous year you led the league in triples. This guy, Ketel Marte, is on the rise, and watch out for him as a dark horse MVP candidate in the 2020 MLB season. 
a guy we hope can be a Cy Young candidate for the Diamondbacks in the 2020 MLB season is Madison Bumgarner. And we'll talk about him and the rest of the Diamondbacks starting rotation and what it should be for the upcoming season next in segment number two. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that the Locked On Diamondbacks is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Diamondback fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Dimeback fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team Achieve Locked On Advertising Success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back for segment number two on the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast hosted by me, Miller Thomas, here on the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast, as I already said, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Now for segment number two, we're going to be talking about how the Diamondbacks should fill out the rest of their rotation and how they should deploy it exactly. Because, again, Tori Lovello was on Doug and Wolf for Arizona Sports 98.7, and this is what he had to say. We have guys that have a ton of experience, and you know the names, young pitchers that are up and coming, that are going to continue to learn and grow, and we love the depth of our starting rotation. Tori Lovello wasn't wrong. The Arizona Dimebacks go about seven or eight deep in terms of starting pitchers. They got some real guys with some real arms on that roster who can really fling it. But how should they exactly utilize their pitchers, and what should the starting rotation look like? Well, I'm about to help Toy Lovello and give him some more tips what his starting rotation should look like. So this is my 2020 MLB Arizona Diamondbacks starting rotation. So number one, my ace. You guys already know who I have to go with. Madison Bumgarner. When he signed this offseason with Arizona Diamondbacks, it was very reminiscent of when they got Zach Ranke. Not because of the contract but because it was just so unexpected. We know know that Madison Bumgarner was part of the San Francisco Giants, a big rival here in Arizona of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And so to see them go out and get a rival's ace and for him to come here for a very minimal contract by today's standards, I mean, it's no bargain in terms of society, but in terms of when you see the contract that they doled out for Zach Granke, who is very old at the time, too, and considering uh, Madison Bumgarner is still only 30 years old, a four-time All-Star, and a three-time World Series champion, I'll say the contract was pretty pretty reasonable for what he got. Now, he has to be the Dimebacks' ace because of, duh, he's Madison Bumgarner. He's been a Cy Young candidate. He's been an MVP candidate. 
Now, last year wasn't one of his best years. He had a career-high 3.9 ERA, but he still cleared 200 innings pitch, and he had over 200 strikeouts. He's the guy I uh, trust the most in this starting rotation. He has the age, he has a winning background, and I think he just has the damn attitude to go out there and try to put everything on his back to try and win you games. So he's my ace for this rotation. Now, who am I going with number two? I have to put Luke Weaver in at second. Now, you say, he's coming back from injury. I don't know how he's going to look. Well, I have to agree with you. But I feel like he has to be the number two, mostly because he was part of that package for Paul Goldschmidt. And now, when you're trading a, a centerpiece like Goldie, when he's the face of your franchise, the players you receive better be as good, if not better, than the guy you're giving up. Now, that's not normally the case. You see it in sports all the time. Usually, the team that acquires the best player wins the trade. But in baseball, it just works differently. When you switch situations, you never know what can happen. Players suddenly elevate and decrease in terms of production all the time. So with Weaver, he was not, you know, elite on the Cardinals. He had some good seasons. He had a couple of seasons uh, that had a subpar for ERA. But the year before coming to the Dimax, uh, he was above four in terms of ERA. But last year, Weaver was at 2-9 ERA. Now, granted, it was only 12 starts. But a 2-9 ERA with 9.7 strikeouts per nine innings. That was some gorgeous work. It was some of the best stuff we've seen from him yet in his early career. So I would have to put him as my second uh, starter. Just because we need to get that validation as Diamondback fans to say, Hey, we traded Goldie. Let's make sure the player we got re in return is a bona fide ace. Now, who would I put third in my starting rotation? It would have to be Zach Allen. Zach Allen was acquired earlier in the season from the Miami Marlins for Chaz Chisholm. And Chisholm was ranked, you know, pretty highly in the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, before the 2019. Uh, various outlets had him in the top 60 among the top 100 MLB prospects. Now, but Chisholm has yet to see the field with the Marlins or any club for that matter. And he only batted 220 in 2019. Now, Zach Gallen was pretty phenomenal this past season for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He wasn't a full-time starter. He worked some out the bullpen, but for both teams in 2019, he pitched to a 2.81 ERA for both the Diamondbacks and the Marlins, which is pretty phenomenal. What a 10.0 strikeout per nine. So, at his end, let's not forget, Gallen is only 23 years old. So this guy's a young and up-and-coming stud. So I'd love to see him as my third starter behind Luke Weaver to still keep the consistency of being young while still building for the future. Both these guys were sub-3-8 ERAs with uh, near 9 or above strikeout per 9 uh, innings pitched. So these guys were are both on their way to becoming aces for the Arizona Diamondbacks very soon. Now, for my fourth starter in my rotation, I would have to go with Alex Young. Now, Young, just like the last two, is very young himself. He's only 25 with 15 starts under his belt. So these, these trio of youngsters don't have a ton of experience, but they all produce in the little amount of time that they did get on the field. Young, in his 15 starts, had a 3.56 ERA, array, and it was only his first year of pitching in the majors. So to do that was pretty remarkable. And let's not forget... Young was taken 43rd 
the 2015 MLB draft. And he wasn't even a top 30 prospect heading into last season. So how did everyone miss out on this guy and his talent? He was taken highly in the 2015 draft. And to not even be ranked in the top 30 as a prospect is a travesty. But it's okay. He came out on the field and he produced in the opportunity he was given. And that's all you can ask for as a coach. And that's what you want as a player. Now to round out my number five pitcher in my starting rotation, I'm going to have to go with a familiar name for the Arizona Diamondbacks. A guy who's been here for a few years, has some up and downs, and definitely caused some frustrations and heartaches for Diamondback fans. I'm going to have to go with Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is still only 27 years old. And just a couple years removed from that All-Star campaign, he can have a bounce-back season. Now, of course, ever since that All-Star campaign, he's been regressing. He had uh, back-to-back years, his ERA has gone down. It's not trending in the right direction. That's not what you like to see after an All-Star campaign, of course. But after still being 27 years old, and as my fifth starter in my rotation, I still like him for to have a possible bounce-back campaign. And you could still use him down the line as a possible trade chip. Because as I mentioned, or as I didn't even mention before, but with Bumgarner being 30, and then you have your trio of youngsters following that, you pretty much have at least uh, three-fifths of your rotation set for the next five to seven years. And then if you could still get another three to five years of some great Bumgarner or some very really good Bumgarner, you're going to be set with top with your top four guys. So you could potentially use Robbie Ray as a trade chip for a team that really needs a starter down the line. And then you could put one of those guys that you have in your bullpen who is also can be used as a starter because the depth on this team is so great in the starting rotation. You could put them as your starter and then use Robbie Ray to fill out maybe another hole in your lineup. Maybe you need another switch hitting bat or another defensive player. Or maybe you want to go get that speed guy that I talked about in the first segment. And it's all possible if Robbie Ray has that bounce back campaign that I believe he can do and start to return to all-star form. Will he be able to do it? Like my favorite cliche always says, only time will tell. If your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 to 44. So if you want men between 18 and 44, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at millerthomas24 at yahoo.com to find out more. Now, don't forget to come back tomorrow. Well, I'll be addressing how the Diamondbacks were ranked 23rd in lineup power rankings by ESPN. And I'll be talking about who are the Dark Horse Award winners for the Diamondbacks in terms of MVP awards and Cy Young candidates. So please return for Locked On Diamondbacks tomorrow if you want to hear more Diamondbacks coverage by me, your host, Miller Thomas. See you all tomorrow.